Bienvenidos. From Poder Media, this is Poder Podcast. I am your host, Sergio Lagunas. This podcast features powerful stories from artists, influencers, and community leaders. On today's episode, we feature Ronnie Alexander Argueta, a professional athlete at Switchbacks FC, a football club up in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Originally from Costa Mesa, California, Ronnie shares about his experience in education and his journey towards being a professional football player. Welcome, Ronnie, to Poder Podcast. Thanks, Sergio. Thanks for having me. Let's start at the beginning. Where does your story actually start? I I grew up in Orange County, uh, California, in Costa Mesa. Um, I as a kid, I, I played a lot of soccer growing up. Played a lot out in the street with my friends. I started experimenting with the ball at the age of six, and um, the moment I touched the ball with my foot, I I just couldn't stop, and I I fell in love and just passionate for the for the ball. I started playing organized soccer at the age of eight. And it wasn't super competitive. Like, so nowadays they have academies and, and clubs. Um, growing up, there were, there were a few clubs in town. Two of the big ones in Orange County were Pateadores and Irvine Strikers. But I never had the opportunity to, to join either of them. Uh, one, because my mom couldn't afford it. Two, I wasn't, I wasn't good at the time um, to, to play at that level. But like I said, I, I played everywhere I could anywhere and everywhere you know kids nowadays they say ball is life can you talk a little bit about your background and your educational journey um, both of my parents are from honduras so i have that that descendants there you know elementary middle school high school um in my hometown growing up my mom so i grew up with my mom and my older brother my mom was very she was very strict on getting a, a degree and, and having a good education making sure school was first um, before sports, but thankfully I had that I had that support and I had somebody pushing me um, and keeping me on the on the right track between my mom and my brother and my older brother. In high school, I I did really well. Got a ended up valedictorian um, my senior year. I think I graduated with like a 4.2 GPA. And thankfully, I was I got an opportunity to study at UC Santa Barbara or UC Irvine. But in, in reality, I chose to go to UC Santa Barbara because I, one, yeah, I wanted to study and, and get that degree. And two, I also wanted to try and, and play football, play soccer there in their D1 program. So what happened when you um, started at UCSB? Did you get to play in the uh, D1 program or what? what was your experience like? Yeah, so in, in 2009, my freshman year, um, this was spring of 2009, I I was trying out for the team. I tried walking on. So, again, I didn't get recruited to go play there. Um, I didn't get a, a scholarship, per se, to go a uh, sports scholarship. But I, I, I did get an academic scholarship, so I was receiving uh, money from the government. Um, but it was for, for academics. Again, one of my goals was to see if I could play. Um, and so, yeah, I tried walking on, uh, was the last cut before the fall season. That was like a huge blow for me. Super sad, you know, super devastated. But I decided to then try out for the club team, which is 
a few few levels down. Played on the club team for three years out of the five years I was I was at UCSB. And um, thankfully, um, and thanks to God and, and all the hard work, I was also able to to complete my uh, mechanical engineering degree. With your mechanical engineering degree, did you tie that with your uh, football or soccer experience, or was that something of a different passion that you had? Well, you know what, uh, Sergio. To be honest, while while I was studying, while I was taking my classes um, and all that for engineering, my second year uh, in into the program, I I lost interest. I didn't enjoy what I was doing, and I thought about you know changing my major and. Um, one of the majors I was thinking about and started taking classes for was accounting. After I took a few classes for uh, accounting, I was like, you know what, what am I doing? I'm, I'm already halfway through the program. Let's just get this done, you know, and, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a hard major. It's, I felt that if I completed that, then it would, it would show a lot, a lot about my, my work ethic, about who I am. Decided just to stick with it, although I wasn't really enjoying it, I was able to get it done. All right, Ronnie, let's dive into your football or as they call it here in the United States, soccer career. When did your first experience happen when you tried out for a amateur or professional team? I had visions and dreams of one day playing professionally. I would play out in the street with the ball and I would I would envision so I would use a sidewalk as kind of like a goal. I would envision myself scoring goals for the Honduran national team, the U.S. national team. This love and passion for the for the sport is has been since I was a kid. Again, I I played all along. You know, with whatever level it was, I would just I would always be playing. I played throughout elementary, uh, middle school, high school. Again, I didn't play any academy or clubs growing up. It was kind of just a lot of just like in the street rec ball. Or like a school team. Uh, when I got to to college, I I, I went through that experience with uh, getting cut from the the D1 team and then playing for the for the men's soccer soccer team. And then I was also playing a lot of adult league. Actually, I remember I was probably like 14 years old uh, when I first started started playing <laughs> playing adult league. I don't even I don't even know if this was allowed, but my brother again, my older brother, my father figure, he's always a uh, He's always there, and he's the one that took me to play with him, and that that toughened me up real quick because I was playing against 30-year-olds, you know, 25-year-olds, and I was only 14, so, and then I had my brother pushing me and yelling at me <laughs> and all this stuff, but uh, that toughened me up real quick, so I think that helped me out a lot. So I, after, after I graduated, I asked myself, I was like, okay, Ronnie, um, what do you want to do with your life now? You know, do you want to pursue engineering? and pretty much do that for the rest of your life or do you want to pursue your dream since you know childhood dream of becoming a, a professional football uh, soccer player so yeah I, I decided to focus on soccer and I was just trained trained a lot and and play as much as I could I was playing uh, I was playing adult league in in Santa Barbara so I graduated June 2014 in October 2014, that same year, I went to a combine. It's a trial in Ventura, California. This combine was hosted by the Ventura County Fusion. Uh, used to be a PDL team, uh, Premier Developmental League, which was where college players would go and, and during the offseason and just 
kind of stay in rhythm. I assisted that combine and, and did really well, prepared myself, of course, for it um, and, and did really well and, and thankfully got picked up from there. So who picked you up in the beginning? The Switchbacks, Colorado Springs Switchbacks, um, which is in the in the USL, which is where I'm currently playing at the moment. So I was here my first year. I, my first year here was in 2015. Played here 2015, 2016, 17, and then I left, went to California, and played in Fresno, Fresno FC, in the same league in the United Soccer League, which is the second division in the U.S. Got the opportunity to come back to the switchbacks last year and got picked up again to continue for this season. They couldn't really let you go, right? The coach that was here previously, he has a lot of confidence in me and, and he's kind of been my savior per se. So he, he gave me my, my first opportunity to come into the pros and he's kind of like kept my career alive and he likes what I do. And so I'm very, I'm very thankful for, for Steve Trichu is his name. I think a lot of people like what you bring to the field. I've actually been a witness of your talent, and I've seen you at a game in Sacramento, and you scored a goal that night. That was mind-blowing, and I was just glad to be there witnessing that history. And I think that led me to thinking, man, I got to give you the opportunity to, to share your story. What is behind the talent of Ronnie Argueta? Can you elaborate a little bit about what does it take to maintain yourself as a professional athlete in the United States? And what does that look like on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, that's a great question. Like in anything, it all comes to your mentality, um, your mindset, especially more, I feel, as a pro athlete. I mean, just like in life in general, you know, we're going we're gonna to go through a lot of ups and downs, but there's a lot more to what people see on TV, which is just the game itself, you know, um, what you do on the court, what you do on the field, tactics, um, technique, all that, you know, that's what people see on TV, but there's a lot more to it in terms of what goes on behind the scenes. Um, there's a lot of politics involved, um, a lot of favoritism involved, and I've been on both ends where I've been a favorite and I haven't been a favorite. So learning how to deal with all that and Mainly being mentally strong through all that when you're playing, when you're not playing, when when you're in good form, when you're not in good form, you know. Learning how to deal with all, all that and, and just kind of mentally staying sane through all that is is what what keeps you in the game, what keeps you at this level or 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 gets you to higher levels. And it's yeah, it's it's just it's mainly being strong mentally and um learning. Continue to learn, having that growth mindset of um you know, just improving and wanting to get better. And talking about improvement and staying uh, in shape mentally and physically, is there, you know, th there's a lot of athletes out there that tap into different areas in the sport industry to stay afloat, get stronger. Uh, for example, I believe there's athletes that get into boxing, get into uh, Tai Chi or different exercises and strategies to become a better athlete in your specific sport. Um, is there something that you have incorporated that's different than what is commonly seen in the football training? Soccer football players have a um, it's, it's kind of been like it's kind of been like a like an old school like mentality that 
you don't need you don't need weight training you don't need to do weights you don't need to do all this kind of stuff to 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 take care of your body you know so it comes it's like an old school thing it comes from back in the day that this mentality you know but um we're coming we're coming more and more to to an age and time where players are doing that a lot more um strength training you know taking care of their bodies more so we can last more and so physically we're we're in better shape to to withstand the what's needed in the game physically so um yeah i i incorporate strength training in my in my training is just strength training um speed agility quickness training uh, which is like ladders a lot of change of direction stuff and I, I definitely take care of of my nutrition i don't i don't count calories i don't count my macros all that stuff i just if i'm hungry i eat i try and eat you know what i feel like is is gonna is gonna help me is gonna is gonna be good for my body but uh yeah i at the moment i'm focusing a lot on um my mentality and um, just finding ways of how I can improve mentally and physically. And, and I've been meditating. I've been, I've been using that as a form to kind of just relax and, and um, calm the, you know, connect the mind and the body. And, and yeah, you just, you know, every, every season you, you incorporate or you let go of things that are not working. And so, you know, every season you're, you're learning a little bit more and, uh, yeah, that's how it is. Sounds like you're sharing your uh, formula for success or your, uh, your secret sauce. Everyone has their, their thing, you know, everyone has their routine. Some guys don't have a routine, you know, we're all, we're all very different and um, we have different body types. We have, um, different ways of thinking and so you know you got to find what works for for you and and if it's working then 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 why stop doing it you know and currently what what position do you play and can you talk about what it takes to be successful in that position currently i'm playing as a six which is a holding midfielder center midfielder it takes physically it takes a lot of uh, endurance uh, being able to get up and down the field Definitely strength, being able to tackle, move people off the ball, intercept passes. Mentally, it takes a lot of concentration, awareness, spatial awareness, being able to recognize good spaces that you can move into to receive the ball or good spaces to put yourself into to intercept a pass defensively. Scanning a lot, that comes with awareness, being knowing where your teammates are, where the opponents are. You said it perfectly. People on watching from home or from the stands, when they see the game, uh, the beautiful game of football, they don't really take into consideration all these aspects of the game, everything you just described. And it is really important to let people know about this because they can maybe see a stronger value of what players are doing out in the field uh there's a statistic that says uh i believe as a player you're only on the ball a minute and a half to two minutes out of the 90 minutes um so a lot of the a lot of the game a lot of what you're doing are your movements off the ball and your positioning off the ball and, and things like that you know what would you say football or soccer is more of a strategy game or more of a physical game it's definitely more of a strategy game. Yeah, and then we can go into, you know, super detailed and, and in-depth and 
Um, but yeah, it's definitely more of a strategy game and, and using your head uh, again. Um, when you move, is it you know to get the ball or to make space for another teammate to come in and get the ball? Um, just little things like that, you know. So what would you advise for young athletes that are thinking about going into professional athleticism? What would you emphasize in terms of what their, the value of education has in connection with uh, being profession, a professional athlete? Yeah, um, I mean, education, education uh, in itself teaches you a lot about discipline. You know, there's going to be days where where you come from class, you don't want to do homework, you want to go hang out with the boys or the girls, you want to do other stuff, right? Um, but it teaches you a lot of, you know, a lot about yourself, your discipline, um, your willingness to get things done. That that translates into sports because, again, there's going to be days where you're super sore, where you're tired, especially as a pro athlete, you're training every day or at least Monday through Friday. And you're going to wake up tired, you're going to wake up, sometimes not even wanting to go to train and and so learning how to shift your mind getting it done you know being disciplined and 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 getting your stuff done can you share a little bit about what inspires you and continues to motivate you to be in where you are as a professional athlete in essence what is your source of poder there's multiple multiple things and people that inspire me um one is definitely my family. You know what? I've gotten to a point in my career where I've realized I'm not going to make a lot of money playing the game, but I, I do want to continue within the sport because I love it so much. So another another factor, another thing would be the love and the passion that I have for the game that keeps me going. So like I said, I do want to continue, whether I'm coaching or as a scout, an agent. Um, there's a lot of a lot of jobs within the within the game that that you can do after you're done playing. But yeah, I'd say my family, um, the love and the passion that I have for the game, my desire to just keep growing and, and keep improving, and having learning more about like the the strategies and the details that we're talking about. So as a kid, again, I didn't have that like proper training, right? Like where nowadays they have those academies, those clubs that. You know, they have good coaches where they're telling these, these kids, okay, when you check into the ball, um, make sure you're on a half turn, meaning you're, you're side on instead of being complete, instead of your body being completely squared to the ball and to the person passing you the ball, you're side on so that you can receive with your back foot and then you play forward. Because um, a lot of it is, is the game is to progress the ball forward so we can score. So and then that helps you be aware of what's behind you and where you're passing and, and things like that. So just learning those little nuances and, and details of the game is just um, super interesting and, and intriguing for me. So, yeah, I'd say the family, um, the love and the passion, desire to keep learning the details, the nuances and, and keep improving. Thank you for sharing that. What are your final thoughts for our audience? Uh, what would you like to say to them? chase your dreams and you know whatever you know people along the way are gonna pull you down push you up and just trust yourself trust yourself trust uh you know the the journey the process and uh, be confident be bold hard work sooner or later pays off i think patience is another 
aspect of, of reaching our, our goals and dreams. So go after your dreams and don't don't mind what, what others tell you, especially if it's negative and always always stay positive. Yeah, I truly believe that positivity is key. Where can people watch your games and how can they follow you on social media? So our games are currently broadcasted through ESPN Plus. Um, it's a $5 monthly subscription, I believe, but they have all kinds of stuff on there. You can watch the Italia Serie A, first division in Italy. I think they have like Austria, an Austrian league there. Like you can, they have all kinds of stuff. So it's it's a real cool app. Again, that's the ESPN Plus. And then on Instagram, Twitter, you can follow me at Ronnie, R-O-N-Y, Argueta, A-R-G-U-E-T-A, underscore. And then I'm also on Facebook. Um, you can follow me there, uh, Ronnie Alexander Argueta. Well, thank you, Ronnie, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Sergio. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening to Poder Podcast, the podcast con poder. This is Sergio Lagunas. Music is produced by Brian Navarrete. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or on your favorite app. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Poder Podcast.